Ukulele Tales, the ukulele podcast with John Atkins. Hello and welcome back to your midweek treat, Ukulele Tales, the ukulele podcast. First things first, a thousand thank yous to Carla, the show's wonderful sponsor. If you're looking for a 10% discount on anything on the Carla website, just visit carlabrand.com slash uketeacher and you'll get that sweet, sweet discount just because you listen to Ukulele Tales. Can't say much fairer than that, can you? Okay, this week's one is a bit of a short one, as by the time you listen to it, I will be on a plane heading back to the USA for the NAM Music Convention in Los Angeles, California. Well, Anaheim anyway, not too far from LA. And in fact, only a stone's throw from Disneyland too. So if I get a couple of hours to spare, it might end up being a pretty fun trip. I'm looking forward to hitting the Anaheim Convention Center with my recorder in my hand and documenting the convention for this podcast. Lots of people I'm looking forward to meeting, and with a bit of luck, I'll be picking up a few more interviews along the way as well to share with you guys over the weeks and months to come. As I've said over the last couple of weeks, I know it's a great big place, but if you do happen to spot me at NAM, please do come and say hi. I'd love to meet you, and thank you for listening in person. It's always a real thrill to meet listeners out in the wild. Okay, something I need to speak about before we go into this week's conversation. Last week, I interviewed the terrific Ari, who is just an absolute superstar, and I was very, very grateful for the chance to speak to her. Now, I posted this podcast on Wednesday, as usual, in all the usual podcasty places, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Audible, etc. No problems at all. Everyone seemed happy. But then I posted the podcast as a video on YouTube a few days later, as I always do, by the way, if that's how you prefer to consume your media. And all of a sudden, the sticky stuff started to hit the fan. Now, when I started this podcast, in fact, to be honest, when I started making YouTube videos about 11 or 12 years ago, I had no intention of being political about anything. This podcast in particular was meant to be an escape for people from the increasingly stressful pressures of the modern world. The last thing I wanted to do was weigh in on the issues of the day, especially considering how argumentative and divisive social media is nowadays. But, 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 I think I've stood in the sidelines for long enough. Now, I know no one wants to hear my thoughts on economic policy or the pros and cons of genetically modified crops or what have you, But when it comes to tolerance and acceptance, I will have my say. Now, as far as I'm concerned, there is no place for prejudice in this society. And I'm talking specifically about homophobia and transphobia. Now, I got a bunch of people leaving comments on my video saying they were going to unsubscribe from my channel for posting an interview that talked about the LGBTQ community. And in fact, looking at my video analytics, over 100 people did unsubscribe from the channel in the first 24 hours after watching that video. Well, as far as I'm concerned, good riddance to each and every one. I'm really sorry, because I would hope that in 2023, this wouldn't need spelling out like this. But I'm just not putting up with it anymore. If you didn't get the memo last week, this podcast is a place of acceptance, and it's welcoming to people of all genders and orientations and what have you. Now, if you feel threatened by that, or say that you don't want to hear about it, 
then as far as I'm concerned, that's exactly why it is so important that we continue to have things like Pride Month and give representation to minorities. Someone even accused me of having an LGBTQ musician on the podcast to jump on the bandwagon, to be popular. If that's the case, why did I lose 100 subscribers in 24 hours? Listen, listen. I love my gays, I love my bi's, my lesbians, my transes, and yes, I even love my straights too. Don't worry, I haven't forgotten about you. But the reason why it's important for us to talk about it, though, is that the LGBT, LGBTQ community, they're in the minority. I just had a few nasty comments on a YouTube video, and that's fine. I can deal with that. But that was just a little taster for me. My LGBTQ friends face prejudice like that on a daily basis, and I am just not going to stand by and accept that my community is a part of that anymore. So basically, there it is. I'll get off my soapbox now. And I apologise a little bit for going on that little rant. But the gist is, this podcast is about music, ukuleles, and love and acceptance. And if you don't want to be a part of that, it's absolutely fine. You know where the door is. For the rest of you, thank you very much for listening. And I hope you enjoy the show. This week's interview was actually recorded at NAMM last year with Swedish U-Bass Supremo Magnus Verquist. Now, Magnus is actually a fellow Carla Brand artist and has been playing the U-Bass in his home country of Sweden for well over 10 years now. We didn't have long to chat, but he was a super cool guy. And among the things we talk about are his 15-piece Steely Dan cover band and duetting his U-Bass with a bassoon back in Sweden. Now, Magnus was hanging around the Carla stand all weekend and playing with anyone and everyone. He's a really talented musician. and It was very exciting and fun to talk to him. Now, like I say, this is just a quick one, but I will be back at the end with a little debrief. So be sure to stick around till the end for that. In the meantime, here's my conversation with Magnus Verquist. Magnus, I can hear your voice, yeah. and it's <laughs> tremendous. Oh, that's perfect. <laughs> and you're Swedish, right? I'm Swedish, yes. So you've come out here for Nam? Yeah. Yeah. It's my fifth time. Uh, and yeah, no, you know, it's, uh, it's a really nice experience. Cool. It's uh, cool to be here. Again. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, Magnus, you are um, a bass ukulele player, a U bass player. That is your thing, right? Yeah, I since uh, 2010 when I started playing uh, U-Bass, uh, I've been doing it a lot and uh, it's been super fun to get uh, another kind of bass instrument to play because I've been playing for more than 30 years, so it was nice to have like a, a new color, I guess. Yeah, so before that, so you didn't um, start off as a, a ukulele player? No, that's true. No. Exactly. I uh, I started out playing bass. I, I guess I started when I was around twelve or something, and uh, playing in bands and playing bass guitar. Bass guitar, yeah. yes, yes. Yeah. Uh, and then I before that I played some drums and I also played trumpet in in orchestras. In, oh, amazing! Yeah, okay. when I was younger. So you had like a, a sort of a classical background. Or... Yeah, 
wouldn't call it classical, but yeah, I played in symphonic bands and uh, and yeah, and uh, so so that's kind of how it all started, I guess. So how did you fall into the U bass, the bass ukulele? It's a fun story. My 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 parents were visiting Hawaii, and at the same time, in Bass Player magazine, there was an, uh, a review of the Kalaiu bass, and I read read that and thought that hmm, well, there in Hawaii, there, there should be U U bases there, uh, since you know, there's uh, a lot of huge ukulele uh, traditions, of course, in from Hawaii. And I actually managed to 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 get one. So they they bought one and, and brought it back to Sweden where I live. Uh, and it was uh, it didn't took, take long until I I thought it was amazing and and I started doing videos pretty quick, like YouTube videos. You yeah, know? yeah. I had like a. A series of videos I call the uh, jamming with my Kalayu bass. Yeah. And I did about 50 or 60 of, of oh, those. Oh, wow. Okay. Uh, during a couple of years, maybe like eight years or something. Yeah. Uh, so uh, playing them in, in, in a lot of different situations, always having one at hand and see if can I pull this music style off with, with this and are the, the guys I'm playing with okay with me? Playing something that they're not used to, so, so uh, it, it took a while, and then some people, you know, are at first mm, this sounds this this is a bit strange, but when they hear it, usually they oh, it's really good, it's really full sounding, and and uh, yeah, it, it and I think it suits about everything, almost everything. Yeah. And of course, it's it's also it's also like uh, in the mindset of the player, I guess. Yeah. And if I want to make it, if if I think it can fit, it, it will probably fit <laughs> if yeah. I put my mind to it and try to, you know. You find mean like it. you can accompany anything? Yeah, yeah. I think so. Uh, yeah. Almost anything, anyway. It, That's it, kind it, of how it, I feel about the ukulele. Um, I mean, I know we sort of play different stuff, but when I'm making YouTube videos. I try and do like a bit of pop or heavy metal or I've done some classical stuff, like whatever it is. I think you can at least have a go at making the ukulele yeah. sort of fit. And I'm sure it's the same with the, the Yeah, I think trait. so. It's, it's basically a bass. So yeah. you, whatever you play bass to, you can always, of course, play use the U-bass. Yeah. Because it's the same same thing. You just What do you think about, like, what when I first saw a U-bass, and this is a long time ago, I thought, oh, amazing. It's like even smaller than a bass guitar. It's basically a small bass guitar. Do you think a U-Bass should try and be like a bass guitar or is it its own thing? Is a U-Bass a completely separate thing? Uh, it can be a separate thing, but for me, it's just another tool. It's just uh, something I play bass lines on. Yeah. So, and I, maybe I have to adapt a little bit uh, while I play, but for me, it's, uh, I'm, I'm, I feel pretty free playing because it's familiar uh, the, the fretboard is the same yeah it's only smaller and that makes it for me I, I don't have big hands so it, for me it, it, it's easier and I I love the the, the way I have to play I uh, I don't have to dig in I can play it really softly yeah so which is I like that I've been looking around here at NAMM and there's all kinds of different bass ukuleles or U-basses. Some of them have got these sort of rubber strings and they're, they're like acoustic instruments. 
some of them are basically just a miniature bass guitar. Um, do you have like a preference in like strings or style of ukulele? I I've been I started on playing Carla U basses and and it's kind of the original uh, U bass yeah. ukulele bass for me at least. So I I haven't tried a lot of other brands, but uh, it's because I'm happy with 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 Carla. Uh, so it's uh, and when it comes to strings. I have I've been a part of the development uh, in some of the brands uh, because they have sent me prototypes, mm. which has been uh, a nice journey to because when I started there was only one string you could have the, the thick black the, rubber the thick, ones, yeah, right. yeah yeah and then uh, more and more have come uh, have, have more companies have jumped on the yeah on the wagon and and tried to. Uh, to do something uh, a bit different in in their yeah their take on it yeah and I it it's it's been amazing to see that because uh, it's such a young instrument it's you know it's so so it's nice to do you have that, a preference you, do you like the thick rubber ones or something else the first five years I only played the the, the rubber ones because there wasn't anything else yeah. and then I try I, I think I tried almost everything. On the market, and I do like, still like the the original ones. But uh, there's there's some new ones that that are rubber strings, but uh, done a little a bit differently. And I, I I like them, especially on the on the fretless. Yeah. Which I usually play. You like a fretless? Yeah. Usually. Yeah. That, that's what I'm mostly playing. Yeah. And what do you do um, in the day? You're a teacher, right? A yeah, I'm a music teacher. teacher yeah. yeah. So I work at the high school with an arts program. So teaching uh, bass, or? bass and ensemble playing and uh, some music uh, production and yeah, different things. Uh, so yeah, and then I try to. I have my own studio, a small one, and and uh, I do produce my own music and other other artists as well. Um, and then I try to play, you know, live, different, different bands and different situations. I have, a, I have a Steely Dan tribute band. No way, really? Uh, yeah, a fifteen-piece band. So, so it's kind of a month mouthful. Fifteen-piece Steely <laughs> yeah. Dan tribute yeah. band. Yeah. So it's hard to get everyone uh, to to do band practice. Do they do all around my hat? Is that them or? No. Yeah, they they have Josie is a famous one, and uh, uh, Peg is another famous okay. song. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Ricky, don't lose that number. Oh, okay. yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, right, right. Okay, so, that, that's oh. a bit uh, a yeah. bit older. You know what? I think I'm getting confused. There's Steely Dan and Steel Ice Span. Do you know Steel Ice Span? No. Okay, I'm... don't worry about it then. Okay. <laughs> Just two bands with a similar name. Oh, I think yeah, I'm yeah, getting yeah, them yeah. Uh, mixed up. But um, so, have you played with anyone cool? You say like bass is like an accompaniment thing for you have you played with anyone like really famous or cool or uh, uh, here at the show I've been been lucky enough to play a, a song with Bakiti Komalo from the Paul Simon band he's here he, not this year oh, but, right, okay. but uh, previous years I, I've been playing with him I actually got a video of me and him Brilliant. Uh, on my YouTube channel which is pretty nice other than that it's, it's some some artists in Sweden that are more or less famous I play with, but but uh, yeah. And do you have any thoughts about the bass as a lead instrument? Like we were playing earlier, you were doing some solos. 
Uh, do, yeah, you, do, you, I, do you do that at all? Yeah, I have released a couple of songs uh, that, that that have the bass as, as the melody uh, instrument. Uh, uh, and then those, there's a couple of songs, and, and uh, for those songs, I've used uh, a solid body U bass. Yeah. So and them, the, yeah. and they have. Uh, uh, I was. Uh, I wanted to have a five string that had E to C, so the high string is C. So I get to play a little bit. You know, I, I get a, a, a better range for for melodies. And so chords. what? E A D G C. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so there's a, there's actually a round wound set and um, flat wound set, uh, so I can I can do that. And so there's a couple of, and I'm working on more music for for that instrument, which is, it it's a, it sounds great. I did the, the first song was with a, a bassoon player. Yeah. Uh, uh, so it's it's bassoon. Um, bassoon and u bass. And u bass, and uh, some percussion elements. Wow, that's really cool. Okay, yeah. okay. So, Magnus, uh, let's say people like you. You sound like a cool, interesting guy. They're interested in the U-Bass. They want to find out more. Where can they find out more about you? What do they do? Where do they go to? Uh, I have a website called playubase.com. Playubase.com. Okay. And uh, and also I'm on Instagram and uh, Facebook, and and that's also playubase. And your YouTube channel? Uh, yeah. Uh, they can search for Magnus Perquist or yeah, 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 yeah. They will probably find it. Brilliant. Probably. Okay, cool. And um, are you playing live anywhere soon, or do you play live often? Uh, I just played with my Steely Dan tribute uh, this in early May in Sweden. In Sweden. Uh, and I have a couple of of uh, concerts in uh, in Sweden when I get back. Uh, different genres, uh, cool. so it's going to be. It's going to be great. Magnus, it's been brilliant talking to you. Thank you so much for, for chatting on the podcast. And uh, let's stay in touch. Hopefully, I'll see you again soon. Thank you so much for okay. having me on the Cheers. podcast. Thank you, man. Thank, Thank you. you. Well, that was fun, wasn't it? Now, Magnus flies over from Sweden every year for Nam, So I'm hoping I'll get to catch up with him again this weekend at some point and maybe even jam with him for a little bit as well. That'll be fun, wouldn't it? Now, can you believe he started to play the U-Bass after reading a review of it in a magazine? I mean, I've occasionally bought the odd album or computer game, but I don't think I've ever taken up a musical instrument just because it got a good write-up in something. Also, we didn't get a chance to get into it much, but Magnus also composes and performs his own music, using the bass as a lead instrument. And I have to say, it's really good. Now, I'll link to his YouTube channel in the show notes, but check out his song Tranquility if you get a chance. It's absolutely terrific. Uh, anyway, I've got a suitcase to pack and a plane to catch, so I'll be off in a, just a second. But I just wanted to thank you guys for sticking around and listening to the show. I do hope you're enjoying it, and I put a lot into it, so your feedback and comments and emails really do mean a lot to me. Now, if there's anything you want to message me about, I'm on Facebook and Instagram and... For the moment, at least, I'm still on Twitter, and I'm not especially hard to find on any of those places. But if you want to send me anything a bit more long form, you can always message me uh, via email if you prefer. My address is uketeacher at grabyouryuke.com. I love hearing from you, and I genuinely do read and reply to everything I receive. Eventually. 
Now, if you want to help me continue making this podcast, please check out my Patreon page, patreon.com slash uketeacher. You get a little bit of bonus content, some early access to the shows, the chance to ask questions to me or occasionally to future guests. And really, it just helps me carry on doing this a bit as well. So please check it out if you're enjoying the show. Also, as I mentioned at the top, if you are in the market for a new ukulele, then check out carlabrand.com slash uketeacher. Carla sponsored this show, but I've been playing the ukes now for a long time, as has uh, Magnus, actually. And they make some good quality instruments, including U-bases, of course. So do check out that link, and you will get a 10% discount on any ukulele or U-base, or indeed anything on the website, just because you listen to Ukulele Tales. That's carlabrand.com slash uketeacher. So that's about it, I think, for another week. And I think I'll be back with a show next week. But I have to be honest, it does depend if I have time to put it together while I'm travelling or not. If not, then I'll be back the week after with another fun interview for you. But remember, in the meantime, if you do have anything interesting to say or any fun ukulele stories yourself that you'd like to share on the podcast... Or if you have any ideas or suggestions for people you'd like me to try and interview, then again, drop me an email to uketeacher at grabyouryuke.com with your stories and ideas. And now, until next time, I love you all, and I wish you the best.